Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. We're on episode 195. Who knows the longings of your heart? I didn't forget to talk. I just paused for just a moment there. Because when I think of the word longings, I think of depth. We all have likings. We all have things that we strive for. But when you say a word like longing, it really needs to sit. Because not many people know the longings of our hearts. As I was preparing for this podcast today, I was thinking about the idea and really the question, what are the longings of my own heart? What are those things that I would truly be willing to die for? Because it matters that much to me. It's not a whimsical thought. Something that will pass. But the true longings of our hearts. King David in Psalm 38, 9, where he is talking about just the bad choices that he's made and and how that has affected his relationship to God and what he would like God to do. Psalm 38, 9 says, You know what I long for, Lord. You hear my every sigh. That is one answer to the question of the weekly assignment feature. Determine who, if anyone, knows the longings of your heart. You may not even know your own longings. You may have never sat still long enough to determine what matters to your very core. And there may not be another human being who knows your deepest longings. But the Lord does. Even those things that you have never spoken aloud. As I thought through it, there was not a whole lot of traffic in my head because I realized I don't have a lot of 
longings. I may have more when I'm able to really process this entire concept. But the one that came to mind is a longing for the type of life godly lives. I want so much for those who are dearest to my heart. And that's something that is not going to change. Whereas there are times in our lives where we will have a deep longing but either it's not possible to have that longing fulfilled or that longing is fulfilled. And so we've been walking through the book of 2 Samuel. We have plowed through 2 Samuel 13, which is a tough, tough, tough chapter not only for you to listen to, for, but for me to record. Because it was just ugly. It was just bad stuff. And then now we get to 2 Samuel 14. And as I was looking at the scriptures for 2 Samuel 14, I was trying to find what I call a handle. I think I've mentioned this before. When I look at our scriptures for each week, I try to figure out what section we will cover. And sometimes we cover a length of scriptures. And sometimes we cover like we are this week, covering one. But I want to grab hold. I want something that I can grab hold of and that I can use to challenge myself first and then to challenge you, which will encourage you to love the Lord more and serve Him better. And as I looked at 2 Samuel 14, I went in a lot of different directions. <laughs> I'm like, God. Where can I grab hold? And I was sitting at lunch. And when I sat down, I'm like, let's look at this set of scriptures again. And just see what might pop. And I began reading and I didn't get past verse 1. And that's why our handle and our totality of this week's emphasis is on 2 Samuel 14, 1. So, need to give a little background, as we always do. So, David, king of Israel, everything was going well, and that was not too good, because then he failed to trust the Lord. He got puffed up with himself. He made bad decisions with Bathsheba, got Uriah killed, 
Like, just just didn't make good decisions. And then, not only that, but he has multiple wives, and he has multiple children, and we know that this is not going to lead to anything good. And so, 2 Samuel 13 is some of the evidence of the not anything good. So, his oldest son was Amnon, and Amnon was overwhelmed with lust toward one of David's daughters, which was his half-sister, Tamar. And he does the unthinkable. And you can go back and listen to the podcast over 2 Samuel 13. And David, in my opinion, does not handle it well. And Absalom, Tamar's full brother, which is one of David's sons, Absalom, after two years of waiting on revenge, he kills Amnon. And then he takes off and goes into hiding because he's not sure what's going to happen. So he has been away. And let's go back. Hadn't planned on this, but let's go back to the end of 2 Samuel 13. So you hear me typing away there. Because I want to go back to the very end of it. So, uh, I don't want to talk about Jonadab again. Boy, we've, we've kind of hit him before. Uh, so, 33, uh, talking about, so, initially, David thought all of his sons had been killed by Absalom, and then he finds out, no, it's just Amnon. And then, verse 36, they soon arrived. That's the other sons that weren't killed. Weeping and sobbing, and the king and all of his servants wept bitterly with them. And David mourned many days for his son Amnon. Absalom fled to his grandfather, Talmai, son of Amahud, the king of Geshur. He stayed in Geshur for three years. And King David, now reconciled to Amnon's death, longed to be reunited with his son Absalom. And so I could really combine verse 39 of chapter 13 with... 14.1, because we see in this that David, his heart is longing for his son Absalom, who ran away for fear of being killed himself. 2 Samuel 14, 1, we're going to do NLT, ESV, NIV, NASB. If you have any questions about that, you can, you can message me, encouraging others and loving Jesus at gmail.com. But NLT says, Joab realized how much the king longed to see Absalom. And so that's the one we're going to come back to. The ESV, which is word for word translation, that's the plan. Now, Joab, the son of Zeruiah, which was David's sister. And so Joab, commander of David's army, was David's nephew. So Joab, the son of Zeruiah, knew that the king's heart went out to Absalom. NIV says Joab, son of Zeruiah, knew that the king's heart longed for Absalom. And NASB, which is another one of the word-for-word attempts, now Joab, the son of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's heart was drawn toward Absalom. All of them say the same thing. When it's all said and done, David's heart longed for his son Absalom. And 
Joab understood that. That was not something that everybody in the kingdom should have known. Chances are really, really good that the longings of your heart are not going to be known to your entire social media following. The longings of your heart are not going to be known to a whole lot of people. The longings of your heart are something that you hold close. But Joab had the type of relationship with David where he knew David well enough. He knew what David's heart, or in, in this case, who David's heart longed for. And we will see in next week's scriptures that Joab set about to try to fulfill the longings of David's heart. He cared about him enough or felt like it was a good decision for some reason. I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt and think that he cared about him enough to try to make it happen. But when we think about the longings of our heart and we think about the heart of this father, King David, for his son Absalom. Before I record, most every week, I try to get my head and my heart in the same space as whatever we're talking about. So, for instance, if we are doing a very upbeat topic, then I may listen to some music that really gets me going. Whereas if we are talking about some of the topics we've talked about over the last few weeks, including assault, I'm going to be in a a much more somber mood. Well, God, in his divine timing, got me where I needed to be today in a little bit different way. So on my social media, a couple of times recently, I have seen this title of a video. And it's the conversation Wally never wanted to have with Toby Mac. So for those of you who do not know who Wally is, uh, and if I didn't travel as much as I did, I, I wouldn't know either. But he is a host on Way FM, which is a Christian radio station. And I've run across him when I was driving through, I think it's Alabama, where I would run across him. And I really enjoyed listening to him. And on this particular video, he is interviewing Toby Mack. And the majority of you should know who Toby Mack is. Toby Mack was first known as one-third of the Christian group called DC Talk. And I am one of those people who, like, saw them in concert, like, right up at the front row of one of their very first concerts back in the day, <laughs> after their very first, at that time, album. And I've followed his career over all these years. But right at three years ago, his oldest son, Truett, died of an overdose. And, you know, it was very public. 
um, and just watching from afar, he and his family, as they tried to walk through that process, watching the video to 21, which is a song that was written about Truett, listening to parts of his latest album, which is called Life After Death, where you hear glimpses of his yearning, his grief. There's a song that is with his daughter, and I'm going to pull that title up because it fits in our idea of mourning for sure and for certain. Um, mourning and longing. Because as we talk about longing, one of the reasons that King David had such longing was he was mourning for his son Absalom and his absence, even though Absalom had not died as Amnon had, Absalom was absent from his life. The, the song, and if you haven't heard it before, it's called Everything About You. And the main line says, I miss everything about you. It's an incredibly well done song, by the way. And you can get it on YouTube and, and, uh, and all of that. Let me pull up a couple of the lyrics here. But it fits in so well with our idea of longing. When I was talking earlier about you're going to have some longings in this life that are not going to be fulfilled. Because as the lyrics to this song so beautifully share, they're not going to have their longings to see true it again this side of heaven. Like, that's not going to happen. The chorus says, I miss everything about you. I just miss being around you. Out of sight, out of mind, don't add up. Not this time. It's the cold truth. I miss everything. And as Toby Mac shares with Wally, just listening to this father's heart, and watching him as he speaks, as he measures his words very carefully, you just see the depth of the pain that he ha has walked through and continues to walk through as he longs for his son that he knows he will not see again this side of heaven. And it helped me to really dig deeper when it comes to the longing that David had to see Absalom. That his heart hurt because his son was not with him. Which will make for an interesting thought process as we wade through the scriptures for the next couple of weeks 
to see how David responds when Absalom does return. But relationships are complicated. And sometimes our longings, sometimes we long for things that we truly, truly do not need. They are not going to be things and or people that are going to grow us closer to the Lord. Instead, if we got, at some points in our life, if we got the longings of our heart, we would not long for God. And we would not have the intimate relationship with Him. There's a song called As the Deer, and many of you have heard this song. But as I was thinking about this idea of longing, I thought back to the words, which I know it's based on a psalm. I honestly was hoping that I can kind of glance and see. But the lyrics to the first verse are, As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. And I ask you, as we are talking about the longings of our heart, and I'm really like stepping on my own toes at this moment, I promise. But do I long for God? Since God knows the longings of my heart, he knows whether my heart truly longs for him. Or am I so wrapped up in longing for someone else or something else that I do not have that deep longing for the Lord. It's Psalm 42, and this is the NLT, verses 1 and 2. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for you, the living God. Where can I stand? Where can I go and stand before him? I want you to think about the longings of your heart. So, is there anyone who knows the longings of your heart? Joab at least knew this longing of David's heart. Do you know the longings of your own heart? Are you willing to sit with the Lord and be bare in front of him and say, God, please search me and know my heart. Please test me and know my anxious thoughts. 
Please point out any way in me that offends you and lead me in the way to everlasting life. Dear God, if my heart longs for anything or anyone that takes away from my relationship to you, please remove that longing today. I surrender my longings to you. May they all lead my heart to serve you more. If I have a longing that leads me away from you, I surrender it to you today. May I long for you as a deer longs for water. Amen. We grabbed hold of that handle of 2 Samuel 14.1. And as we thought through David's longing for his son Absalom, it really can challenge each of us to think about who or what do I long for? Is there anyone or anything that I long for that leads me away from the Lord? And although probably all of us would love to say that our deepest longings are for our relationship to God. Is that really true? A reminder, Psalm 38, 9, which was written by David, You know what I long for, Lord. You hear my every sigh. May this day be the day where you literally, with hands open, look to God, ask him to search you, ask him to reveal your deepest longings. And if your deepest longings aren't for him, that you would surrender those this very day, that you would long for him with all of your being. Psalm 37, 4, take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. And I think appropriately, you could think about it, that he would give you your heart's longings. If you take delight in the Lord, then your longings are going to be in line with his desires for your life. But sometimes we just want to take our longings to him and say, give me what I want, not take our heart to him and have him transform 
our deepest desires. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. So, on a more upbeat note, we have episode 200 just around the corner. So, I'm recording this at the beginning of December in the year 2022. And I haven't looked at the calendar. I'm trying to glance at it right now. So, if nothing changes, episode 200 will occur in early January 2023. And I had hinted at kind of a unveiling that would happen at episode 200. So what my plan is, is I want to open up a YouTube channel. Now I have YouTube channels, but one specifically for encouraging others in loving Jesus. And I'm not going to record the podcast in that, I know a lot of people do that. They do the video recordings of the podcast. I know me, and I know that if I did it that way, I would not allow myself to go as deeply into the podcast material because I would know that camera was on me. So I think that would take away from the content of the podcast. But what I would like to do is I would like to just do some videos about what God may be teaching me in my Bible study time. I'm in the book of Acts right now and I'm so excited and and I just, some things that he is showing me and some things that I'm marinating on. It may be something that comes up in the news or just in the world that I would really like to kind of flesh out. So that's what's around the corner. With episode 200, I'll start releasing some short videos. I don't expect them to be long. I expect them to be fairly short, but just some little snippets of extra content Uh, They will not cost you anything, but you will have to have the link to the YouTube channel in order to get the content. And that's just where I'm headed at the moment. The links to the conversation Wally never wanted to have with Toby Mac, as well as the extra scriptures down in the show notes, as well as our Twitter, our Instagram all that good stuff, and the link to the hidden episodes that you won't find on the majority of the podcast platforms. Well, thank you for tuning in, and I'm trusting that God is really going to work in your heart to help you see who or what you really long for. And if those longings are keeping you from being all God wants you to be. As we always sign off from here, 
Remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day.